Hey everybody, welcome back to the Project Prima podcast. I have with me today the lovely Kathleen Childs and I'm so excited to introduce you to her. She is a fantastic lifestyle coach and she knows a ton about nutrition and I wanted to bring her in today because I am getting so many questions about ways to optimize fueling, to lose weight, to be your best self and frankly I don't feel qualified to talk about that but I do think that Kathleen has a wealth of knowledge. So hi Kathleen, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, sure joy. Thanks for having me on today. I am Kathleen Childs. I am a mom of two boys, ages eight and six, and my husband Tom and I live um, in Boston. We love living in the city. It's a fun life. I was in the corporate world in financial services for quite a few years before uh, pursuing my passions uh, in health and wellness about uh, two and a half years ago. So I'm excited to be on. And through this career is how I met um, my friend Joy here. Hi, guys. So, you know, it was so fun. We, uh, Kathleen and I met at the NCSF workshop uh, in Boston how many months ago now? It was back in October or so, about five months ago. Six, Yeah, five months ago. Five months ago. And we kind of both ended up taking this kind of introductory course on a whim. We had no idea what we were doing. We went in there. It was two days of really intense studying. And we didn't even know our transverse plane from our sagittal plane. <laughs> yes, yes. And Kathleen was so great. She kind of took me under her wing and, and really pursued me and, and really made me feel welcome when I felt like such a newcomer. I was coming out of kind of battling some health issues, and it was just so kind of her to just, you know, hey, how are you doing? How are those flashcards coming? And and then we decided within a week to take the test of each other, and that was kind of crazy because we didn't feel ready. We didn't, but they offered another, a second uh, review class. In that time, we at least had more preparation. Mm. And um, we felt like the we, pros at the second yeah, time. Around. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yes. And um, yes, then we both had success. So thank God. And this just goes to show that, hey, guys, if you're ever feeling discouraged or like, I can't do it, sometimes all you need is just a friend and some accountability, and anything is possible. Yeah, I'm a big fan of accountability with a lot of things I do. Um, you know, just, it's it's hard. It's hard to, what I'm finding, especially working for myself and not going into an office every day where you have set responsibilities and you report to someone. I mean, the time freedom is, is everybody wants it, but it's really hard to manage your own time. Um, including, you know, setting priorities of what you need to study and just getting the exam on the calendar and getting it done. Kathleen, you bring up such a great point because now moving forward, where our economy is going, people are transitioning to more of a gig um, and freelance lifestyle. So if you had any advice for people who are maybe considering that or um, looking on how to optimize their performance, what would you say? Well, I mean, I think everybody, like you said, I mean, it's 
very popular and sometimes it's a side gig and I'd say if that's an interest to you to have more time freedom or financial freedom to look at a side opportunity where you can earn money. Um, some, some types of income are what they call residual. So once you, once you build a system, you're, you gain income you know, while they sleep, as you say. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it's not that it's not hard work, but it's easy to do in pockets of time and from anywhere. Um, you know, some people invest in real estate and get um, sources of income that way. But I think, you know, find what you're doing that's something that you're passionate about, that if you did, even if you love your current job, you never know when the situation and the tables are going to turn and they may not love you anymore. So having that plan B, but basing it around your passions, I think is the most important thing because you don't mind spending, you know, a lot of time and effort when it's, it's all yours and it's something you love doing. I think that's such strong advice because oftentimes we find ourselves committed to things that we don't necessarily love with our whole heart. And I just love with what you're building here in Boston based around your lifestyle, around the things that you want to do. And so I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about nutrition and performance and your background in that and how you got into it and um, just maybe some, some things that you can share with the listeners. Sure. I mean, I've always been active, you know, in high school and growing up playing sports. And then after college, I lived in San Francisco for a few years and I started running a little further than just a few miles. And eventually I always knew I wanted being from Boston. I wanted to run the Boston Marathon. So I set that as a goal and Actually, the 100th Boston Marathon in 1996 was the only year they offered a lottery for Boston. Wow. I was a lucky winner, so it was fate that I was meant to run it, and I did. Um, Not very quickly, but there were, it was the biggest marathon they had ever had. And it must have been really thickly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it sparked the interest, and it's, they say it's crazy, but. Once you do it, it can be addictive. Um, And so I ran one almost every year for probably about 10 years. And then um, I ended up doing an Ironman. But I I ate okay and I I fueled myself. And I think just in general, nutrition, especially sports performance, um, nutrition has really evolved as far as what people are aware of and what makes better choices versus just telling you to carb load the night before and <laughs> spaghetti go and out go to the north end and eat, <laughs> eat, eat a bunch of spaghetti um but so uh about five years ago my friend i had run the boston marathon the first one after my kids and i i felt you know i felt okay but now the time now there's a sense of I love running, but I don't have the time maybe to run, but I still want to feel like I can run faster and, you know, I'm competitive in that sense. So a friend of mine introduced me to uh, lifestyle nutrition, it's called Isogenics, and um, really made a big difference. They have a system of nutritional cleansing, so it's a combination of 
um, meal replacement shakes and um, cleanse, cleansing your body, but nutritionally supported intermittent, intermittent fasting. And I won't go into the detail, but it quickly, I wanted to maybe lose a few pounds, but it really changed my setting. And I feel like now my results, I know that I want to get that quality protein in right after workouts. Um, so you mentioned about, you know, dancers and mm. um, really any type of athletes. Um, having, you know, that quick recovery, I feel like the, the performance, you know, how fast I run is a bonus if, if I'm feeling leaner and stronger. But the recovery, because training, as you know, you train for multiple hours a day and if you have to get up the next day and train again, you you can't be sore. And it's or else sometimes, you're not gonna be able to push yourself higher. Oh my goodness, sometimes I get to that Thursday and feel like I've hit a wall. Mm. So I, I really think that we should go into, into this a little bit more about talking about why your nutrition for recovery is so important. Um, so you were about to say what what is like super key in that. Okay, say I've just finished a workout, what would, you, in an ideal world I'd be doing to recover for my next one? Um, you know, for me, I, I do get a quick um, shake in. And so for, for whoever it is, uh, I know you eat um, plant-based. Um, whey protein is one of the, we even had that as one of the, on the list of some of the fastest absorbing proteins um, when we were studying for NCSF. Yep. Yep. Um, but it's, 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 you know, you can make it with other ingredients as well. I mean, I sometimes would make myself a smoothie after I ran, but I had, you know, juices and yeah, yogurt. Sugar and I don't even think it was Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, just, you know, but your body does need carbs too. So don't think even after carbs are very important to refuel, but it's just getting that healthy food in right away mm -hmm. with including protein but healthy fats are important too as we know for vitamins to be absorbed um you know resting ice you know if, if you need to ice stretching of course um for me i've found cross training is really important at, from the running side and mm. you probably could speak to with dancing the different cross training that you do um but i i like to I teach spin, but I do like to bike. I found that when I did my Ironman triathlon or half Ironman distances, the combination of training on for biking and running, um, I don't I don't run usually back to back days at least long distances mm -hmm. and um, you know swimming, just other things. So you're still getting that aerobic balance, but you're doing it in combination so your muscles don't get those overuse injuries mm, I think that's really important because a lot of people think that oh if I can just um, do the same thing I can do the same thing kind of perpetually and what we know is you got to cycle and you have to look at your training routine and see where you can progress and where you can change it up because the body gets used to doing the same thing and you're not going to see results and I think uh, especially for dancers 
we really struggle, and I think that the entire institution struggles with the balance between where is the art and where is the science that we can incorporate. And we tend to have this mentality of 100% all the time. And that's just a recipe for burnout eventually. And when I was working for myself last year, I really did kind of work three days on, one day off, three days on. And I found that really helpful for my body. Um, And when you work for a company, you don't really have that uh, luxury. So it's really thinking about, hey, what muscle groups are becoming imbalanced? And um, as some of you guys know, uh, I love running. I discovered running three years ago in Korea, and I feel like it's really changed my muscular endurance and dancing. And I think that's kind of where Kathleen and I kind of found a mutual mutual point in love. And uh, I think there's a big stigma in the dance world about these kind of you know running berries orange theory there's kind of this like oh if you're not doing pilates um you're doing too much Mm -hmm. and i want to challenge that because i think that if your nutrition is right you're only going to help yourself by diversifying um and and strengthening all those muscle groups so right um, one point that i'd like to make too um and it goes with recovery, but it's really just overall your state is so many people's bodies are in, have inflammation. Oh, this is great. And so for me, that's what the system that I've used, but you know, there's different ways to get there, um, can help you to really get rid of that inflammation is moving your body to be more, um, oh, alkaline. I'm mm. like, what's the word? I know it's not acidic cause that's, you know, processed foods. I mean, most Americans, um, so many Americans are eating processed foods. And as we know, it's it's convenience is, is the name of the game and even price point sometimes. Um, but that's a big cause. Uh, alcohol. Uh, I, I mean, I still do enjoy, you know, my glass of wine here and there. But um, Things like that are, are making our body more acidic. Even certain foods that you would think are pretty good for you can be more acidic than others. Um, but getting that body really, that's one thing is my body, besides getting the nutrition in right after, I don't, I'm not starting at a state where things are inflamed. Mm. And so a hard workout's going to like increase that. So I'm going to just reiterate that so that you listeners can really have this point we want our bodies to be alkaline so that we are not inflamed going into our next workout so that means that we're going to be avoiding processed foods and fueling ourselves um, and avoiding those things that would cause our body to be more acidic mm-hmm. and that's so funny because i was just speaking with one of my colleagues at boston ballet and she's like you know i'm really trying to avoid coffee because I find that, you know, the more inflamed I am and the, that coffee just adds to that inflammation. She was showing me this, this supplement that she was taking. But you guys, if you're interested in, in isogenics or um, supplements, of, uh, you know, and you have questions, feel free to reach out. I will put Kathleen's um, information and contact info in the description. Um, and we'll do a little Instagram post with her and you can, you can find her. Um, she's, she's so great and she'll be definitely happy to help you find, um, your unique, uh, 
plan for you because one one nutrition approach doesn't work for everybody and that's why it's so good to have a team your personal team working for you so finding what works for you takes collaboration and so don't be afraid to uh, ask questions and ask people who um, maybe have some insight because sometimes we just tend to go with whatever is convenient and then we're dealing with how do I you know address these symptoms instead of the root cause of the problem mm-hmm. um, and for, for those of you who are athletes you don't have a problem getting the exercise in you have a problem with the recovery and optimization and so that's what we're addressing here today um, and I think Kathleen brings up a great point is you don't you don't want to deal with the problem after it's already gotten so big you like let's let's you know let's set up some base guidelines mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean even if you're not don't consider yourself an athlete just everyday people as we learned you know health is much more than just are you sick or not mm. it, it it's your really your overall wellness so you know within your lifestyle and what think you I mean even with people trying not to get sick from viruses and such I mean it's really stress sleep there's there's so many important factors but nutrition really plays a game in so many aspects mm. of fitness in our life so um, you just want to wake up feeling good, you know, yeah, getting after your goals and you can't do that if, if one of those pillars is not firing well. So your, your nutrition is, is really important. And I'm so happy to have, uh, Kathleen come on today to talk about it because especially when I get so many questions from you guys on Instagram, how can I lose weight? How can I do this? I don't know you and your lifestyle. And also Frankly, I don't feel like I have the authority to speak on that because the way I live my life wouldn't necessarily work for somebody else. Um, and so, uh, Kathleen, if, for example, and this is this is a case that I get a lot, and this is quite frankly why I feel kind of intimidated to talk on this subject because uh, I get a lot of questions from teenage pubescent girls asking, you know, saying I don't like the way that my body looks in the mirror. Um, and I want to lose X amount of weight. What what should I do? I don't feel like I can comment on that. But w- would you have any general recommendations for that population? Yeah, I mean, usually when I meet with um, a new client and or, you know, even just a friend or uh, I'll ask them what their goals are in weight loss and like really look at the issue because a lot of times you'd be surprised that with a combination of changes in nutrition um, you may not even lose weight but your body could take a different shape Mm. Um, you know people say muscle weighs more than fat but it's just the case that it really doesn't weigh more than fat it just takes less room in your body so um, when I first shifted I, I, I didn't lose that much weight but I've I've lost, I've gained more muscle and lost um, some fat or just shifted around my body. So I think... Better body um, composition. I, I love that I'm so much more, you know, stronger. Um, I think that there's also needs to be more of an acceptance of where you are. 
right now, especially for those girls who are in your, you're in a pubescent phase. You Mm -hmm. have a lot of hormonal shifting going on. So anything that you can do to reduce the stress and the worry. That adds to your inflammation as well. Um, But, you know, there's people, um, families that have lost weight together. And, you know, it's not starving yourself by any means. It's just trying to eat healthy. At the right um, times. At the right times, the right combinations, maybe cutting out a few things, but you really don't have to restrict everything. It's just moderation. Mm. I think that's such a good uh, piece of advice, not only for that population that we just addressed, but for everybody in general. Um, If you're cutting something completely out, you're going to want to have more of it. So be, having grace with yourself and uh, looking at, you know, your daily expenditure, your volume, what you're doing, and then being mindful about what you're putting in. Um, and and I, I think that uh, that's just some great words to live by. And let me know in the comments or in a direct message if you'd like to have Kathleen back on the program to talk about a specific subject because that would be fun mm-hmm. to kind of go down sort of, you know, Kathleen has such a wealth of knowledge in the financial sphere and the lifestyle and mindset. We could even have her on to talk about oh, how I to get, that. Yeah, yeah, how to get game ready. to Tony Robbins uh, next week, Oh actually. my gosh. Unleash her power within. Okay, we'll definitely uh, have to have you back on. Oh, yeah. For that. Yeah. Um, and where can people find out more about you if they want to get involved in what are the, some of the things that you're doing? Um, I will give you my information. Great. Um, I, right now I don't have a, a website that's up and running, but I am on Facebook and Instagram. So at awesome. minimum, they could find me there. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Kathleen, for having us on and giving us